In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen. Amen. From the epistle. This is the victory that conquers the world, even our faith. We read Life of Antony by St. Athanasius in our Fullerton group during Lent. Antony gave his family fortune away to live a solitary life of spiritual combat in the desert. Antony's spiritual battles are marked by confidence. He knew that he was able to defeat the demons by the power that comes from God. In one story, a demon came to Antony's door disguised as a person in need. Antony recognized the demon and tried to grab him by the scruff of the neck, but the demon got away just in time. The demons were reduced to begging Antony not to be so hard on them. (laughs) We've been studying Revelation in our Thursday Bible study. In chapters 2 and 3 of Revelation, Jesus dictates letters to seven churches in Asia Minor, highlighting their virtues and warning them to correct their errors. Each letter concludes with a promise that the one who, quote, conquers, will receive various blessings from God. The implication is that we are able to conquer our spiritual adversaries with the power we have from God. Our epistle picks up the theme of conquest. St. John tells us, quote, whatsoever is born of God overcomes the world. The word translated as overcome is the verbal form of Nike, the word after which a certain shoe company takes its name. It means victory or conquest. The word overcome is, I think, too weak of a translation, filled as it is with the therapeutic overtones of our age. St. John is telling us nothing less than that Easter faith conquers the world. In the gospel, the risen Christ appears as the conqueror. The scars of Good Friday defeat are now the marks of Easter victory. The one who humbled himself at Christmas to become man has now completed the run of his earthly life. Jesus has taken on the world, the flesh, the devil, and death itself, and has thoroughly crushed them all. He is now the risen Lord of the new creation. In Genesis, God formed man from the dust of the ground and breathed into his nostrils the breath of life. Now Jesus breathes on his disciples the breath of new life so that those who are dead in sin can be restored to life and union with God. The breathing of the Spirit also calls to mind Ezekiel 37, where God shows Ezekiel a valley full of dry bones and tells Ezekiel, quote, prophesy to the breath, prophesy, son of man, and say to the breath, thus says the Lord God, Come from the four winds, O breath, 
and breathe on these slain that they may live. So, Ezekiel writes, I prophesied as he commanded me, and breath came into them, and they lived, and stood upon their feet, an exceedingly great army. By the baptismal gift of the Spirit, we who were dead in our sins are raised up as the new Israel, as an exceedingly great army to conquer our enemies in imitation of our risen Lord. The victory of God begins with forgiveness. Whosoever sins ye remit, they are remitted unto them. Jesus gave the church authority to forgive so that we can know we are forgiven. Forgiveness is not an opinion. It is a fact that results from the resurrection of Christ. If you turn from sin towards Christ, you are forgiven, whether you think you are or feel you are. The next step in our conquest is to change our sinful patterns of behavior. We are free not only from the guilt of sin, but also from captivity to sin. Do you have habits that always result in guilt and unhappiness? You have the power through the Holy Spirit to change them if you really want to. You have the power in Christ to stop speaking and behaving in disobedient and harmful ways. You have the power to begin speaking and behaving in ways that honor God and edify others, if you really want to. The victory of Easter changes the theme of our life stories. By itself, Good Friday was a tragedy, but Good Friday became the thing that Easter conquered, and this is the pattern of our lives in Christ. God uses our tragedies and afflictions to accomplish his will, to produce in us humility, spiritual strength, faith, and holiness. The risen Christ brings the order and beauty of the new creation out of our disorder and chaos. As Romans says, quote, in all these things, we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. In Lent, we battled the world, the flesh, and the devil through spiritual disciplines. In Eastertide, we can begin to look at them as defeated enemies. We can begin to practice spiritual disciplines as the means of constant victory. The fast we engaged in to subdue the flesh has given way to the feast. But as we enjoy the celebration, we retain the fruit of the fast in the gift of self-control. We are free to enjoy the good things that God has given us, but we are also free 
not to become captive to them. By almsgiving, we combated the world. Now we celebrate our victory over the world with a continuous attitude of generosity that the Holy Spirit gives us. We are not captive to the covetousness of the world. We do not have to live greedy lives in pursuit of money like those who do not know God. We are free to do good work to the glory of God, to tithe and give and enjoy the blessings God bestows upon those who are generous in his kingdom. By prayer, we combated the devil. We confessed our sins and interceded for various needs. And to be sure, the need for confession and intercession does not stop with the end of Lent. However, now we can celebrate the victory of Easter with the prayer of praise and thanksgiving. Now we can cultivate through constant prayer the experience of God's joy and God's peace. If Christ is risen and we are risen with him through baptism and faith, there is no reason, no justification to be miserable and discontented. And let us always remember that death has been conquered. On Easter Day, I had the privilege of giving communion to a member of our church who was dying. He thought Easter might be his last day, but he was still able to receive communion. In the face of death on Easter, I gave him the bread of life. As Jesus said, quote, This is the bread which comes down from heaven that a man may eat thereof and not die. And again, whoever eats my flesh and drinks my blood has eternal life, and I will raise him up at the last day. O death, where is thy sting? O grave, where is thy victory? The Lord is risen indeed, and we have been raised with him through baptism and faith. The risen Christ has breathed on us the breath of new life. We now live as God's new people in God's new creation. We have eternal life and we will be raised up on the last day. There is literally nothing that can defeat us, not even death if we persevere in faith and faithfulness. For whatsoever is born of God conquers the world. And this is the victory that conquers the world, even our faith. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen.